Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area office right there in Penn Conning. Come in, have a conversation about your finances, your plan, and your future. Kevin's happy to chat with you about those things and see how he might be able to help or give you the thumbs up, let you know that you're doing really well and to keep it up. Uh, if you have questions about anything we talk about today, don't hesitate to reach out. You can call 888 888- 885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. We'll give you that number a few more times on the show today. Hope everybody had a great Christmas, Kevin. I hope you are uh, all excited to turn the page to the new year, 2023. Uh, well, we've got a great show on the way today. What are we talking about as we head into the new year? Well, we're going to look at the stages of retirement planning. You know, it's a great scene setter as we turn the page uh, to another calendar year. You know, where are you in your retirement preparation? If you're in your 50s, what should you be focusing on? How about 60s, 70s? We're going to kind of walk through the decades a little bit or or maybe even frame it how far out from retirement are you. So even if you're not in the traditional retirement uh, planning ages, if you're five years out, 10 years out, what are the things you should be working on and doing? We're going to spend a good amount of time talking about that on today's show, hopefully give you some good perspective on what should be on your mind in this new year. And we're also going to talk about intentions and what happens when maybe people have the best intentions for giving us advice, but perhaps their advice leads us in a bad direction. What do you do about that? How do you spot that before it becomes a problem? We'll talk about that and more all coming up on today's show. So Kevin, let's get into it and start with that conversation about the stages of retirement planning. So we'll just take this chronologically. I think that's probably the easiest way to go about it. And we're going to kind of fast forward. So like, you know, uh, from 35 or 40 years from retirement, fast forwarding all the way up to now 15 years from retirement. In between there, just save, save as much money as you can, right? Like that's sort of the, 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 the advice for the younger folks who might be tuning in. Get started. Get started. Don't don't wait. Yes, get started. All right, so now fast forward to 15 years from retirement. So again, most people were talking maybe your early 50s. What are the main financial issues that you should focus on in your retirement planning at that first stage of retirement? Well, if we're looking at 50s, we seem to have in our office, Walter, more and more people in their 50s who can retire earlier because they have good pensions and and whatnot. So when we come in, when they come into our office, we're going to start looking at the risk in your portfolio. A lot of people, you know, they set it up maybe 20, when they were 20 years old, 25 years old, 30 years old, and just took all the risk they could and they just set it and forgot it. And if you're still in that position, we want to look at that risk in your portfolio. We probably want to start scaling some of it back to match uh, your goals of getting closer to retirement. Uh, if it doesn't match your goals, that's the conversation you need to have. What matches your goals? How do you get there? We want to start looking at what kind of income streams are you going to have uh, in retirement. If you work in our area, a lot of people are going to have pensions. If you work at Dow or General Motors, you know, those types of things. We want to look at, for whatever reason, Walter, we have a lot of people come in and have rental property lately. And that's a good little income when you're going into retirement. We have, you know, that's income you can count on every single month coming in and out and you still have that asset sitting there. Some people are going to have annuities. So we want to look at all the income streams and we do our simplicity uh, 
uh, planning process, those income streams are going to go in there. And this is the first step to see if going out 15 years from retirement is, is even feasible. And then the other thing is most people that I talk to, they don't want to have any debt when they're going into retirement. We just had a fellow stop in yesterday. He wants to retire in 10 years, and you guessed it, because his, his house will be paid off in 10 years. Uh, he doesn't want any debt. Most people don't want any debt. So if you have debt, the planning can start as far as 15 years out. How do we eliminate that? Can we take other investments that you have, maybe generate some income to pay that debt down sooner? And if we can pay that debt down sooner, maybe you can retire sooner. All those conversations happen when people come in in their 50s and um, and we start that planning process a lot of times for people 50, 51, 52 years old. It's fantastic. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, you're noticing a trend of that age of 15 years from retirement skewing a little younger these days. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Some people that can be 55, you know, like if they want to work until they're 70. I was talking to somebody just the other day and they were just, you know, very, very adamant. I want to work till I'm 70. You know, they just that they like work and they want to keep working and build up as much as they can for the, their complete retirement. So they fall in that category. Others uh, want that day to come as fast as possible. So, yeah, they might be at uh, at 50 or even 45. Right. Like some people, if they want to retire around 60 or so, you, you might already be entering sort of this part of that uh, retirement planning process. So, well, you may. My dad, if everybody yeah. remembers, my dad retired at age 52. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's happening, you know, all the time. It's just not a rare thing anymore. You remember Willard Scott on uh, one of the morning shows and somebody right. reached a, a hundred, right? Yeah. The, um, what was it? The Smuckers Jam 100 year old celebration or something Some, like that? Something like that. Yeah. It was, it wasn't, it didn't happen very often. The same thing with happening in retirement 50. It didn't happen very often in the past, but now it's happening more often. So you don't hear Willard Scott announcing, you know, people are turning 100 because it happens quite often anymore i heard there was such a long uh, there was quite a long wait list at one point in time yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah, cool we're living longer so mm -hmm. that's good all right so that's for if you're 15 years away from retirement those should be the things on the top of your mind again eliminating debt decreasing the risk starting to look at doing that and then uh, kind of assessing everything that you've got your pensions annuities real estate kind of starting to get a good inventory of all of that we get a little bit more sophisticated when you get about 10 years closer from retirement uh how does the focus change here kevin well, we're going to get a little bit more focused on income streams, such as your Social Security benefit. What is it going to be? We need a rough estimate to put that in our simplicity plan. How do you get that estimate? For a lot of people out there, they don't know that the Social Security Administration really doesn't mail um, their statements out anymore until you turn the age of 60. So you have to go to www.ssa.gov. In fact, we require that when people come into our office because that's a critical component planning for your retirement so we want to know an estimate now in most cases that's going to be higher because your earnings are going to be higher later on in, in your working life but we need that to start we need to, to start because that's going to be a good chunk of your retirement income we also need to continue to monitor your portfolio your, your risk are you are you in line with the no, amount of risk you need to take how do you know well by sitting down and doing that plan that retirement number we go over all the time will tell you the amount of risk that is appropriate for your scenario and then we really want to nail down, all right, so we're 10 years out, what age do you really want to retire at? So if it's 60, if it's 65, if it's 70, there has to be a starting point. Uh, when you're 50s, maybe you don't know, maybe you just want to start the planning process. But when we're 10 years out, we need to know that because that's the day we're going to start some income. 
and start thinking about the things you want to do in retirement. You need purpose. I talk about this all the time. You need purpose. You just can't sit in a lazy boy chair and wear it out. You're going to go crazy. You know, I've known a couple of people who have retired and they're absolutely go bonkers because they don't have a purpose in life. When they get up in the morning, they don't have a purpose to go to. Purpose is critical in this retirement planning that we're talking about. I ask you, what are you going to do? Are you going to work part time? Are you going to, you know, what's your hobbies? What is it? What is it's going to do when you wake up in the morning? You look forward to doing it. And then we're going to look at something called life events. So when you're getting in there, or do you want to travel uh, right away? Do you want a motorhome? All those types of things. We call them life events. And we're going to put that into your simplicity plan. And we're going to plan for those events so that we're not surprised um, that you, you can't do it at that time because we haven't planned for it. So you want to plan for all of those things. You want to get a little bit more serious, especially uh, 10 years out because 10 years, does it sounds like a long time. But before you know it, it's here and done. Great points across the board there, Kevin. And again, that's if you're 10 years out from retirement. How should that focus change? Again, get estimates on some of the more minutiae, smaller details of retirement planning so you can start to really round out that picture. And, uh, you know, it's funny, Kevin, your attitude of when you want to retire could change a lot from that 15 years out to that 10 years out mark. You know, you might notice that that time frame change a little bit in, in your mind. Um, happens to a lot of people, I would imagine. So It, it happens all the time. All the time, yeah. I'll, you know, you may, you may, you know, taking on a new job and all of a sudden you don't like it or there's all kinds of consequences out there happens all the time very good points Uh, if you've got questions maybe you're 10 years out 15 years out from retirement if we just hit on some things that you should be thinking about and you're like ooh, i'm not thinking about any of that kind of stuff well let that be a little uh maybe alert in your mind that it might be time to get a review of your plan and uh, perhaps review where you stand right now in your financial situation you can talk to kevin a little bit more in detail about where you stand and what you should be doing right now in your stage of retirement planning by calling 888-885-PLAN that's 888-885-PLAN he is your financial coach at insight folios serving you all throughout the tri-city area uh, but especially in the pinconning location that's where the office is and where you're invited to come out visit have a conversation about your finances and your future again the number to call is 888-885-PLAN if you get the voicemail leave a quick note kevin will reach back out to you and uh, set up that time to visit whether it be over zoom or in the office whatever you're comfortable with 888-885-PLAN is the number Hey, more coming up on today's show. We're talking about the stages of retirement planning today. We've covered so far what happens when you're 15 years out, 10 years out. How about when we get a little bit closer? We'll cover that next coming up on Simply Financial. Planning for retirement shouldn't feel like rocket science. According to the equation, S equals one half AT squared. But it's easy to get lost in the financial jargon. Keep listening to clear up the confusion. Thanks for being with us on Simply Financial today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He is your financial coach at Insight Folios in the Tri-City area based in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Click on the Simplicity Express button at the bottom of the page to learn more about the planning process and to even get a little mini starter financial plan. If you want to just kind of dip your toe in those planning waters, that's a great way to do it. Again, go to insightfolios.com and click on the Simplicity Express button. Kevin, tell us a little bit more about the Simplicity, not the Express part, but if somebody comes and meets with you and goes through the full Simplicity planning process with the team, what does that look like? How do you take people through that process? And then what's the expectation for, you know, what they'll walk away with? That's a good, that's a really good question, Walter. So 
When you call our office, the sensational Stacy will send you out what we need you to bring in. But on the first visit, when you come into our office, we're going to do that plan. And we're going to do it together. In other words, we're going to look at it. I have a 55-inch Dell monitor on my wall, Walter, and we're all going to sit around a table. And we're going to do what ifs. What if we want to retire at five years? What if we're going to retire 10 years like we've been talking about? How are we going to do it? And we're normally going to spend about an hour and a half. We're going to fill in all this information, your Social Security, your retirements, your pensions, your rentals, anything else that comes into play. How much income do you want? What life events are we talking about? And within about 90 minutes, we're going to have not an exact answer, but we're going to have a roundabout answer say yeah you're in the realm to retirement or maybe if you're not we need to adjust some things we need to say more we need to do something to get you there so in that first visit we're going to figure all that out and we're going to do it together i think the most important thing uh, that advisors miss is involving their clients in that planning process i think a lot of times somebody will come into the office you will gather information and then you'll go back to your home and then the advisor does what i call the secret sauce behind the scenes I don't do it that way. I want to involve you in your own planning process. I want you to see how things are done. I want you to see right in front of you how we generate income, how we're going to look down the road, how we take care of inflation. All of those things are done. And like I say, it's usually done in 60 to 90 minutes and we'll get you an approximate answer the very first visit. Did that answer your question? I went on kind of long. Yeah, no, that was very helpful. And I mean, it, it just shows the kind of depth that you go into in terms of your planning. I think that's uh, really important to highlight. So that's great. I love it. Thank you, Kevin, for giving us those details. Uh, if that's something you'd like to talk to Kevin a little bit more about, give him a call at 888-885-PLAN. 888-885-7526 and let the sensational Stacy know that you want to come in and go through that simplicity planning process. We've been talking on the show so far today about the stages of retirement planning. We started 15 years out from retirement and then went to 10 years out. We're talking about the things you should be thinking about, what your, should, your focus should be on. Let's see how things shift as we get a little bit closer. Uh, let's say we're five years out from retirement now, Kevin. So we've kind of got that target date in mind. We know we're about five years away from it. Again, for most of our listeners, that might be in their 60s, very early 60s, perhaps. Um, for a few folks, maybe that's late 50s. Uh, what are some things to consider as we start to hit this age? Well, we want to get more exact on your retirement income streams, your fixed income streams, as I put them. It's going to be your pensions. Um, a lot of times in our in our area, you can start you know contacting your company, and whether it's Dow, whether it's General Motors, or whoever it is, you can get an estimate on what your pension is going to be five years out. We can also get a more exact estimate on what your Social Security income stream is going to be because you're getting closer to retirement. We want to look at your investments. You know, if you're only five years out and you're still taking high risk in your investments that's probably not a good thing. We probably should be readjusting your investments, reallocating to something that's more suitable to what you're trying to do, and that's retire five years out. So if you're 100% stocks, probably not a good idea. Uh, maybe, you know, may work out, may not, but we want to focus on adjusting your portfolio because you're only five years old. We really want to get serious about the retirement date and start planning your finances so things are going to happen in that direction. And we're really going to get accurate and feel how much income you're going to need in retirement. And we call it lifestyle on our simplicity. So lifestyle is there. Not only are we going to look at your income, we're going to index it to inflation too. If you don't index your income to inflation, you're going to find yourself far behind as far as being able to keep up with the cost of things. 
inflation is going to be the number one thing that most people don't take advantage of in their plan. We, you, need to, you need to adjust for the cost of living. In our plans, we're going to do 3-4% until age 80, and then after age 80, we're going to reduce it. We're not going to do away with it after age 80 because you're still going to have health care expenses. You're still going to have other expenses that are, going to, that are going to go on. So those things you need to nail down. You need to get a real good idea what's going on uh, five years out, and then you need to start really revisiting that plan probably every six months every year and getting accustomed to it and seeing how things are going to work out in your own personal situation great overview of what to do when you're five years out how that focus starts to change all right now we get pretty exciting in this next step kevin on the day that you retire what are absolutely the essential things that you have to have figured out already so leading up those final days of retirement preparation you know where do we need to have it a bare minimum figured out at that point well we need a solid income plan remember income is king in retirement we all need income if you have an income plan that has a lot of what ifs or a lot of uh, scenarios that you know, 80% of the time this works, 20% it doesn't. I don't think that's an income plan. You want an income plan that's structured where you can see if you have a shortfall. Now, what I what do I mean by the shortfall? You need $4,000 a month of income. You have three coming in from pension and social security. You're short a thousand. That's your shortfall. You need an income plan structured so you know how we're generating income to fill that shortfall for the next 20, 30, possibly 40 years. You need to understand it too going into retirement. You need to have a very firm grasp on your budgets. How much are you going to pay to consumers? How much are you going to pay for to, to Myers if you shop there? All those things. We need to have a real good idea on that. And a big one here most people forget and overlook is we need a really good emergency fund. Because as we get older, there's going to be things that are going to come along, such as health problems, that we need to, we need to plan for. So a solid emergency fund uh, for that. Uh, your paycheck stops. So now we have the other income coming in, and if we need more than the income that we plan for, we have that emergency fund for that roof, for that car repair, whatever it is. And then outpay, outpacing inflation for the next 20 or 30 years. In our simplicity plan, that's critical. We show that every single year, how we're gonna outpace inflation. What investments typically outpace inflation? How are you gonna keep up with it? Because if we just look back to last year, and we look at the price of gas, we look at the price of a hamburger per pound, whatever it is, we know how critical it is now. So don't go into retirement without these things structured put in place, have a solid income plan, and understand it uh, and going into retirement so you can get to and through with the confidence you're looking for. Fantastic. And if you are hearing those details, solid emergency fund, inflation plan, budgeting needs, income plan in place, that's the big one too. If you're getting closer and closer to retirement and you're not addressing those elements, this is when alarm bells should start to go off in your head. Hey, I need some help. I need to I need to change what I'm doing financially. It might be that your investments are okay and fine, but you need this plan to get you to and all the way through retirement. And so if you're hearing like, ah, oh, I'm missing this, I'm missing this piece, I'm missing this element, it probably just means that you haven't been through that comprehensive planning process before. That's the simplicity process that Kevin's been talking about on the show today. And so if you'd like to go through that and uh, you're listening to today's show, hey, do it while you're inspired. Go ahead and reach out, have a conversation with Kevin about what's on your mind, how to better improve your plan. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888-885-PLAN or 888-885-7526. Now, Kevin, most people would stop there, but we'll go one layer deeper. 
because the relationship with you, this is what I find so neat about your role as a financial planner. You know, you, this is the big difference between somebody who's just helping you pick out a couple of investments and then you buy it and then they kind of disappear. Uh, that's not exactly how you run things. Um, you're in this relationship with somebody all the way through their retirement. And that's what's so neat about your role. So let's fast forward a little bit. Let's you know talk about these stages of retirement planning. Well, what about once we're in retirement? Let's fast forward five to 10 years into it. Do we have a different areas of focus then? That's another good question, Walter. We, we do. For most people, you know, after doing this 32 years, I've noticed that their goals are probably going to change after five, 10 years through retirement. And the reason is, is, is simple. You know, you've done a lot of the things you wanted to do. You've done the traveling. You've done other things. And now we got kids and grandkids we're thinking about. So you may want to start planning for them, you know, grandkids, um, uh, college education, maybe some legacy planning for the kids. That conversation seems to come about maybe five to 10 years after um, retirement. The other conversation is long-term care. Um, people start, you know, the, their friends, we're getting older, we start seeing friends and family, they have an, an issue, they have to go into long-term care, um, and they can, you know, all that planning that was done prior to that can be, you know, the plans can go right out the door because now you have this huge expense about, you know, maybe eight to $10,000 a month that wasn't really planned for. We have legacy plans. You know, we want to leave funds for charities, churches, schools, universities, kids, whatever. We need. We usually start that planning process then. And we also want to, because most people have trust or powers of attorney, we typically want to have them updated. We want to make sure they're up to, up to speed, up to the current laws. And the big one here, most people are talking about, is protecting your assets from medical expenses. And as we get older, we, we typically need the doctor more, unless you're my dad, he's still on no medications, but you typically need the doctor more, and we're going to have more and more medical expenses. And then tax efficiency. You've worked your entire career, you've got to retirement, we're five to ten years after retirement, and you've, you, you've, you're the hero of the story. You worked overtime, you missed kids' games, you did what you had to do to get where you're at, and now you want to pass that down in the most tax-efficient manner as possible. So what, how do you do that? Well, we start looking at assets that are going to be most tax-advantaged, that when you're going to pass them on to your, your heirs or your legacy, that's going to happen. And in the meantime, we can look at assets that help you to be more tax-efficient in your current situation, too. All of those things come into play five to ten years out the road, and it's just things, your goals are going to change as we get older, and that's what I see uh, happening most of the time with the people that I work with. Fantastic, Kevin. Love hearing all the details about the planning process, what people should be thinking about. It's so much. And here's the one thing I don't want people to have kind of hit them on today's show. I don't want you to be overwhelmed. You know, if you've listened to the last 20 minutes or so of the, so of the show and you're like, oh my gosh, that's like a thousand different moving pieces, it sounds like. I don't want to even just begin to think about that kind of stuff. I'm just going to stick my head in the stand and stay away from all this. Or I'm going to go look for a cookie cutter plan that is just easier to understand. Well, hold on for a minute. It, there's a lot of stuff involved in this planning process, but that's the beauty of the process. Kevin's boiled this down into the simplicity plan. Uh, simple is in the word. It's in the name of our show, of course, Simply Financial. Um, all of this gets boiled down into very easy-to-understand terms, well-defined steps of the process, so you'll never be overwhelmed by all of these different moving parts. That's all happening in the background. We want you to have that information, know what, what level of planning should be happening for you, but the actual relationship, the conversations, everything else should be relatively effortless. And so don't be scared away if it sounds like a whole lot of stuff going on. You need all of that going on in the 
the background. But don't worry, you're not going to have to be. Uh, you're not going to be. Your new full time job is not going to be managing your finances, right, Kevin? That's that's your job is to make sure that they don't have to worry about that and they get into retirement and can focus on all the fun stuff. Well, that is. That's what we do here. That's what I'm really passionate about. I love helping people get to retirement, get through retirement. That income planning process of mine, the simplicity process, is fun. And if you come to my office, you look at me, if you don't see me get excited, I'm sick because I get excited about this stuff because mm. this is my passion. I just love doing it. Mm, thanks for sharing that. Uh, if you have questions for Kevin, you want to talk more about this planning process, more about the stage of retirement planning that you are in don't hesitate to reach out. You can call or text Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. People ask me sometimes, why do you give the number so slowly and so many times on the show? Well, it's because there's actually people out there who call and want help, and sometimes they need to write the number down. And so <laughs> that's why we do it on the show, because I've given it out too fast before, and somebody said, you give the number too fast. So that's why I try to overdo it a little bit here on the show sometimes. So bear with me for those folks who do need the number, 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. And again, you can go online. For for all of us who are tech savvy, go to insightfolios.com and you can get more information there as well. But easiest way to get in touch is to call. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note and Stacy and Kevin will follow back up with you. 888-885-PLAN is the number. Hey, more coming up on today's show. We're not done. We've got some more great things to talk about. So uh, come back, join us. We'll get to know Kevin a little bit better and uh, maybe answer a question or two of yours. We'll see what's on the docket for the tail end of our show today. So stay with us here on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the... Anyone? Anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. And uh, normally we talk about food, very light subjects. Whenever these random questions pop up, the show producers give us these questions you know to answer each week and uh, they're trying to knock us off our toes here I think they wanted to either ring out 2022 or ring in 2023 with kind of a deep one here Kevin so Uh uh, hold on to your boots for this one a little bit Uh, what do you think happens after death we are getting deep aren't we yes very much so well for those of you that know me I am a Christian and so I think what happens after death is well let me back up a little bit Walter I can tell you several stories about clients who've passed on Okay. From from their spouses. And I can tell you what I've been told. They see the bright light like we've all been told. They're talking to you know loved ones that have passed. They're sharing information that nobody knows to the spouse. To this. So I think, you know, after death, I'm going to go through that white light. I'm going to go home, as I call it. Mm. And home is heaven. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a Christian, as I said. And I know that's not popular nowadays to say stuff like that. But I'm a firm Christian, and that's what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to all going to go home as long as we, uh, you know, we're on the right path to go home. And you have to make sure you're on the right path. What do you think? Well, I heard uh, I, I liked this one time, and I heard it for uh, I can't even remember the event I was at, Kevin, when I heard this. But um, I, I just thought it was a nice way to sum everything up. I'm in alignment with everything that you're talking about, but uh, but I thought you would like this. A guy was asked what his you know mission in life was. And he had a, he already had like an answer ready to go for it, and he said to get to heaven and take as many people with me. <laughs> so, 
I thought that was pretty cool. A that pretty is, cool way. That is pretty cool. And yeah. you know, at Insight Folios, Paul and all our, our whole group is Christian, so yeah, we all we all think the same way here. Something you guys believe strongly in, and yes. uh, well, there you go. I, I I thought you know I thought there was a chance you might take us down some interesting path there with you know something I don't know existential or some sort of like well first this is going to happen and then or something real technical with your your hunting skills. Well, first the body's going to do this and then that. <laughs> nope, I'm not going down there. No, no literal interpretations <laughs> of this question. Okay, good, good. Uh, well, thanks for sharing that with us. A nice deep way to start off uh, start off the year. I like that a lot. We'll get back to food questions next week okay but every once in a while we got to go deep a little bit on the show we went deep we did we did hey i bet there's good food in heaven <laughs> i'm betting everything is good in heaven <laughs> we had to work food in some way shape or we form, did right? yeah exactly yeah, we did. um very cool i hope there's some chicken wings waiting for me at the pearly gates that's uh that's that's a good way to wrap the food into the equation. well i'm hoping my mom's there and she has her famous scallop, scallop potatoes and ham hey there yeah, you go there you go yep i love it well, thanks, Kevin, for sharing all that with us. Uh, more coming up on today's show, and uh, we'll, let's see what we got next on the docket. We'll uh, maybe answer a question or two of yours. We'll look at the best of intentions when good advice goes bad. Uh, we got some good stuff, so come back and join us for the tail end of Simply Financial here with Kevin Ray. Planning for retirement shouldn't make your head spin. If it does, it might be time for a different strategy. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Well, Kevin, we are uh, here on New Year's weekend, and uh, we all just got kind of wrapped up with the holidays. And I'm sure many people were like uh, were like me over the holidays, chit-chatting with family about life, work, all sorts of stuff. And never is there a shortage of opinions and advice to be shared from family members over the holidays. And there's an old proverb that always comes to mind as you're, you know, whenever you get in these situations where people are giving you advice, and it's the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And uh, sadly, that road to f- bad financial advice is no different. And so we're going to talk about some of the people who have often good intentions for us, but tend to give us bad financial advice, or at least we should be aware that that might happen. And the place to start it off with is family, right? Like Ooh, nobody yeah. has better intentions for us, but often I'm sure you've seen stories of the worst advice coming from those closest to your clients. Well, I have a couple uh, brother and sister come to mind right now. The family perceives the brother as being the most successful out of the, the four or five people that are in their family. And I've met with three out of the five. And in turn, he's not the most successful. The, the people who think he is are more successful than he is. Does that make sense, the way I just put it? Uh, you might have to say that again. Yeah. Well, not, in other words, the bro- <laughs> they, they all go to the brother because he thinks he has all the answers, but they're more successful at the planning than I what see. he actually okay. is. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But for some so, reason, he's got for, the clout. He's got the clout. And, and you know, and we have the conversations, you know, I've got to keep it confidential here. But just because someone, you know, you perceive someone to have more money than you, that doesn't necessarily mean they do. Or your situation is going to be totally different. Like I was just talking about the brothers and the sisters here. The brother has different investments, and he seems to do pretty good at land. While the other one, you know, the the conversation is to the other brothers and sisters you know you should buy land well maybe that doesn't work out for them their their situation is totally different they don't have the time they don't have the you know the knowledge to do that so they're going to rely on somebody like me or their advisor to give them you know the the advice and planning that they that they need going into retirement sometimes that's what people need you need to walk into a door sit down with with an advisor and say ah i'm not for sure that's going to work and here's why but here's a different idea and i think that's going to 
uh, work out better for you. So your family always has good intentions most of the time, I should say. And I've seen it over my 30 plus years. Uh, the good intentions are good intentions, but they're not necessarily the best advice that you could receive going into retirement. Um, and there always seems to be that one family member who buys the right stock on the right day and he makes a lot of money and they think that tradition's gonna continue. He's never gonna be wrong or she's never gonna be wrong. That normally doesn't work out. So get yourself a solid advisor, start that process. And you know, you can take some advice from the family, but just get a second opinion, that doesn't hurt. That's great. And, and and again, we're not bashing any of these elements on the show today. It's just a fact of life. Sometimes uh, those good intentions don't work out well uh, when the actual advice is given or it leads us down a path that we shouldn't go down. So we just want to be aware of all that. And so friends, uh, family is definitely a place where that occurs. And then it's a little bit different, um, but similar friends, another source of people who have great intentions for us, but often give bad advice. Where do you see that, though? differ from the family advice that we often get well we you know we all have friends um you know and you all have this one person has a hot stock tip or you know our, we have a local company here in town one person they perceive again is having all the answers and if he buys the stock the rest of them are going to buy it they're going to follow down that and they think because you know he's had success in the past he's going to be successful in the future but he doesn't tell them about the failures because I've, I've had sit in that conversation <laughs> with them right so so, so, been so family some, you're often sharing your ups and your downs your friends are just sharing their ups <laughs> their ups yes and i could tell you about a guy who came in the office the other day he was like you know i'm at work over here and my friend he's telling me that the minute i take my 401k i take any minute any money out i'm going to pay 30 percent tax i guess that's not true so, you, you know, you have those advice out there that just simply not true. Or when you take Social Security, you're going you're gonna to be taxed on all of it. You may or may not. This is some of the advice that his friend has given him. Don't take any money out of your 401k because if you do, you're going to lose 30%. Don't draw Social Security until you turn 70 because if you do, you're going you're gonna to lose a big portion of it. Well, you don't know. That's just a friend. That's not what they do for a living. Come in and sit down and talk to some people that do it for a living and then get a second opinion. You're hearing the same thing here, right? Second opinion from your friends and your family just to make sure you're on the right track. All right. I love it. So we got family, friends often giving us good advice or sorry, bad advice, even though they have good intentions. Now we're going to pick on a specific industry. And uh, again, we're not, uh, and I say pick on in a loving way, uh, we're not bashing anybody on the show today. This one's just a good, so, so hang with us. We're talking about CPAs. Now, that's a professional industry, people that help you with your taxes. Why would that be someone who would have good intentions but often give bad advice? That doesn't sound right. Well, Walter, I'm going to ask you the same question you just asked me. Why do you think that happens? Well, you know, I've got the cheat sheet, Kevin. So I uh, having in the cheat sheet being that I've done this show with you for many years, I'm going to guess maybe that they're not viewing the whole scope of your scenario. So like this is an example where somebody doesn't know your whole story. Maybe they're not looking at all the moving parts. So you might get good advice on a specific item, but without knowing its greater impact, that's where you could get into problems. You could, you're right. And most CPAs are not licensed in the financial realm. So they can't really give you financial advice. They can give you tax advice, but they can't really give you financial advice. So in our firm, you know, we're, we have two or three relationships with CPAs that when they get those questions, they'll say, you know, th that's a good question. Maybe we need to reach out and we'll get that answer for you. So that's the reason CPAs typically are not going to give you 
investment advice because you have to have the licenses you have to be appointed with the state of michigan you have to take the test you have to do all those types of things so cpas are going to be hesitant to give you that advice that the financial advisor is going to give you and that doesn't put them in it it's simple it puts them in a position of giving investment advice which most cpas are not licensed to do if you go to a foot doctor and you need heart surgeries along the same lines, right? I want somebody who specializes in this in this particular um, area, and that's why the CPAs, they're good people. Every CPA I've met are good people, but they just don't have the licenses. They don't want to do that. They focus on one thing, and that's tax preparing and saving your dollars in tax, and that's what the probability should be doing. Yeah, I think that's a great breakdown. That That's kind of like having the right professionals on your side, but making sure that they're operating in the lanes that they're supposed to be in. So that can right. definitely that can definitely right. happen. Uh, what about financial experts in the media? This is our last one uh, talking about the best of intentions, but often bad advice following. I don't even. Uh, I would even say the intentions here might be questionable. <laughs> well, they, you hit it right on the head, right? The financial experts in the media. If you read, I read the news this morning. There's probably three people. Oh, we're going to hit a major depression, and there's three people. Hey, buy these stocks. We're you know we're at the end of the, of the recession. So which one? do you think is going to be right? And number two, which one are you going to click on to read, Walter? Oh, I'm going to click on like the, the one that you know catches that, that eyeball a little bit better. That's the, right. The, because the, the sensational stuff. Because it's all about what? Getting you to, to get involved yeah. with whatever they're talking about. and Because ratings is the number one Fear thing. Fear motivates you. Yeah. You know, greed motivates you. So they're going to play on those, on those two elements a lot. Yeah. If, it leads, if it bleeds, it leads, right? That's right. So a lot of times, and I just... Um, I bought a magazine, Walter, and we'll have to talk about this next week. In 2022, I think it was investment planning for 2022. So I, ju- I didn't read it. I just wanted to wait till 2023 and look at the advice they gave back then to see if it came true. All these financial experts that are in the media. And I'm betting because I've done this before. A lot of it didn't even, didn't even pan out the way they said it did. The reason that financial experts are in there, they need the ratings most of the time. You know, they're looking for uh, clients, maybe they're looking for whatever reasons, but in the financial, you know, experts in the media, it's all over the place. There's not one direction there. You know, people have different views. We all do. So you're not necessarily going to get the right advice. You're not necessarily going to get the bad advice, but you got to, again, second opinion on all these things you're hearing. Um, Just come on in and then sit down and we'll go through it. And if it makes sense, yeah, well, then we'll tell you it makes sense. If it doesn't, we'll say that doesn't make sense, but maybe this does. And here's how we can get to that point where you're going to in retirement. Does that make sense? It all makes sense, Kevin. Absolutely. Well, there you have it. Family, friends, CPAs, financial experts in the media, all folks for the most part, 90%, uh, will we'll, we'll be a little questionable on that last one, that may have good intentions for us. But sadly, that road to bad financial advice often paved with uh, you know very many pitfalls along the way, um, even if coming from trusted sources. So just go in with eyes wide open. Make sure you're working with the right professionals. Make sure that you're providing the proper weight to the people that are giving you advice in these different areas of your life, especially when it comes to those finances. So if you have any questions about that, maybe you've been given some bad financial advice in the past, you want to review that. Maybe you have a product sitting in your account. And you're like, I don't know why I bought this. I can't even remember <laughs> you know, how this ended up in here. Do you have stories like that, Kevin, where somebody comes in and like, I don't know why I bought this or, or why what it is or why it's in there. And you have to kind of like do some sleuthing and detective work to figure out how it ever got in there in the first place. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get, I, I, that's the question. Why do you have this annuity? Yeah. I'm well, sure it traces know. back to this exact example sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my buddy told me I should get this or 
You know, I've got some stocks that I've invested in over the last couple of years where if somebody said, oh, why'd you invest in that company? I'd probably sheepishly look at the ground and go, well, I don't know. It seemed like people on Twitter were doing it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know I, don't, I don't have a great reason for it. You know, like we all make those kinds of mistakes or make those kinds of decisions from time to time. So uh, that's okay. Um, but let's get a better plan in place as we get closer to retirement, something that's a little bit more established, uh, a little bit more surety involved in the plan as well. That's what Kevin does day in and day out for folks all throughout the Tri-City area. So if you want to come into the office and pen conning or meet over Zoom, talk a little bit about your financial plan, don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. He is your financial coach. And again, you can call and set up that time to visit. That's convenient for you. Do it while you're thinking about it and get 2023 off to a great start. 888-885-PLAN is the number. 888-885-7526. And always online at insightfolios.com. Well, Kevin, that'll wrap up our show today. Thank you for all the help throughout 2022. I can't wait to see what 2023 has in store for us. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and happy new year to you and all our listeners. Same goes here, Walter. We appreciate it. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Take care, everybody. Thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Simple Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.